What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the 452 Podcast, brought to you by Fountain Ford. I'm your host, Chris Jones, and today we have a very special episode. Not only do we have Steven Gergella in the house, but we have the father of the founder, Mark Gergella, Steven's dad, and the subject is the accidental raising of an entrepreneur, the good, the bad, and the very, very ugly. We're going to start out with a couple of shout-outs to our sponsors this week, because I'm, I'm going to steal the mic from Chris. Uh, first of all, uh, Canadian Mist, uh, Absolute Vodka, and uh, The Price is Right. Anything else, Chris? Uh, Fashion Nova, Branson Cognac, and uh, Lecce Midori Champagne. Of course. All right. Hey, Dad, say hi to the people. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Good. It might be afternoon there, but who knows? Uh, all right. So uh, thank, you for, uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm... <laughs> Glad to be here and look forward to it. Sure. So uh, I want to make this as productive and valuable as possible. And so I am willing to talk about the, the, the good, the bad, and the very ugly. And so what I, want to, what, I want to, what I want to touch base on first is, for those that don't know, I didn't necessarily have, a, um, I didn't necessarily have the, the sexiest uh, middle school and high school career, if you will. Uh, I, I definitely got into my share, fair share of trouble and um, I was not a good student. And <clears throat> based on the traditional system, and Dad, you can feel free to uh, to okay. jump in and, and, and tell me if I missed something here. But based on the traditional system, I was not going to be a success, meaning the not good grades, not probably going to get into college, etc. And so based on that, first off, like when that is going on, obviously my sister uh, had she had pretty good grades, right? Oh yeah, yeah. She had she had good grades. It's like what what are you thinking as that whole thing's going on in a in a small town Midwest traditional style? Well, first of all, I want to just compromise and say something that uh, when I was going to high school, I wasn't supposed to be a success either. I wasn't going to go to college. wasn't supposed to go to college and couldn't get into college. But on the other hand, you just go through life and you take one day at a time and you process everything. And you evaluate it, and at no point in time did I ever think that Stephen would not be a success. Well, that's very kind of you. I think I don't think I felt the same way during that time. But I didn't expect you to. Well, that, You're not the father, right? That's I appreciate that. And uh, and so okay, so going to a specific event. Um, it's my sophomore year of high school. I've gotten suspended a couple of times, and then all of a sudden you get pulled in the office one day, and they're going to they're gonna kick me out of high school. What I'm wondering from as much candor as possible, because, like, listen, if you're a parent out there, I'm not a parent yet, right? Uh, Chris, you're a, you're a parent. Dad, obviously, you're a parent. And so I, as a, as a self-checker, if you will, I like to check myself every day. I think to myself, okay, my son just got kicked out of high school. Am I failing? Am I this? Am I that? What, what, what could I have done better to not put him in this scenario? My question to you is, did you have those thoughts or what thoughts did you did, did you have? And, and just kind of elaborate on that. It's been a long time. It's been 15, 16 years. But I really didn't think that you would fail. I wasn't happy that it happened probably because it's tough remembering everything. But the main thing is, is you got up and you took care of yourself and moved on to the next step. And that's what you have to do in life. Well said. Well said. Um, so... And for those that don't know, my, my father has um, 
gone through his own trials and tribulations in his, in his life. And so one of the things I want to ask about that is, so the two things that I remember most were, if I, if I wasn't mistaken, when you had, when you and mom had me, um, that was not only during an economic downturn, but also if I wasn't mistaken, you had lost your job at that time. That's correct. You have a, and Ashley was what, a year old? Yes. And I was just born. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 listen, I get, I, I totally get going back to the, you know, you get back up, you take it one day at a time. I get it, but like you had to be thinking something when you have a one-year-old and a and a newborn. And you're thinking, and I know what you did because I heard I, I heard Jack yeah. Rankin, right? You right. Went, you went you went you went and started busting your asses. What you oh, did? Oh yeah, sure. And the thing is, is that again, if you're gonna let those negative things bring you down, you will never succeed. And you you have to move forward. And if you can't move forward, then you might as well just sit in a chair and die. Wow, well said, well said. Uh, so, so, um, so, so, so the one other piece I wanted to add to that specifically is, and again, great advice there. Just, I mean, yeah, so you lost the job, you got two kids. What are you gonna do? Quit? Um, you just you keep executing. Uh, so, what I want to go back to is, you're 17 years old. You're the oldest of five, right? Yes. You're 17 years old. You're the oldest of five. And if I wasn't mistaken, I have the story correct. You and uh, your mom, Grandma Vi, et cetera, you guys go to church? Well, my mother went to church, and she came back home, and then she woke me up because my father was uh, lying on the floor in the living room, dead. So all the other kids were sleeping and stuff? Uh, my brother Gary was at work at Robert's Irrigation, and I'm not sure. I think probably Ron and Nancy and... Uh, Barbara were maybe sleeping yet. Okay. But you're 17, you're the oldest one. Yes. Wakes you up. And, you know, you had mentioned to me the other day <clears throat> when we talked that, like, it, you know, the sadness, et cetera. And obviously, it's been, you know, it's been, uh, you were 17 years old, 1966. It's been 50 years. Um, you kind of have to be this male leader in the family, et cetera, et cetera. And you think that's where you got this kind of this ability to just be strong. It's like you, you had to, and, and I'm going kind of a couple steps here, but you had mentioned the other day that, you know, an under, an under, uh, kind of an, not an undervalued, but under talked about, um, especially between you and I was like the strength that grandma Vi had where she just put her head down, found another, you know, she, she sold the dealership and then just, Again, she just moved forward, and you can't look back, and I wasn't in her shoes, but at 17, and she's raising five kids and going to work, um, I don't even know if I could do that. It's pretty tough. For sure. And do you think that do you think that, that was a catalyst for you to think the way you do? Oh, I believe so, yeah. Plus, my father was very goal-orientated like, like you are, and that's where I got my goals from, is to continue moving forward and uh when if you lose a job you just you move forward to the next job and i did lose a job and uh, you get laid off and you move forward right well said um and so i think <clears throat> i think the next piece is is like what's the advice so you know i think <clears throat> i'm only getting an emotional once i promise <clears throat> so i think the i think the interesting thing um, I think the interesting thing for me was, is I consistently had the, <clears throat> pause the podcast. <laughs> I think the interesting thing for me was, 
even when, even when I was doubting, even when I was doubting me, the key thing was, is the consistency that you had on the support side. And I, I think I only get, I think it's good for our listeners to understand that the, that the raw emotion that I'm feeling right now, the cause of the cause is sometimes in life, I think that you don't quite feel as much about yourself as somebody else thinks about yourself. They think, they think you could do more than even you can do, right? And so I think that so many times my father would come back to me and I actually get pissed at him because he had so much <laughs> genuine confidence in where I could go, right? And so if even you don't think you can go, but they do, so, so it, it just ends up becoming this kind of this, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an emotional thing, right? And so I'm glad I got past that, by the way. Well, it is, uh, and the thing is, is that you move forward from it. Again, you can't sit in a puddle of water and wait for the electricity to hit you. Right. You got to, right. And I think that that's, you know, my dad wasn't, my dad wasn't necessarily actively involved in me building my business. My dad's core principles are there every day. Sure they are. And it's so fascinating to me that probably (laughs) I would say, I would say out of everybody that's closest to my business, I would say my dad, and I don't mean this in a bad way at all. My dad probably knows the least about our business and what we do. Uh, But how many times has he said move forward in the... And the, right, and I can see Chris over here. Like I'm a numbers guy, not a vision guy. That's fair. Just, just <laughs> well said, well said. So, so during, um, during the, you know, uh, all of a sudden, and uh, the question that I have for you is, is, so I end up getting into college. I get into UW Stout, right? Yeah, I'm sure that for you was an exciting moment. Well, sure it was. That was fantastic. Also in a traditional, again. You guys got to remember, it's a traditional marketplace. It's 2006. We're in the small market in s- central Wisconsin. And it's, if you don't go to college, we've done this in another podcast, Dad. We talked about, uh, it's unfortunate that there is in 2019, and there's, there, what is it, conventional wisdom? Yeah, conventional wisdom says that if you don't go to college, you're a dropout, you're a loser, or whatever it is. Well, that same thing was back in, when I was in high school. If you didn't go to college, you weren't going to be a success. So I didn't go to college. I went to a two-year technical school, got a business degree, and got all kinds of good jobs. And the the main thing is, is that again, you continue moving forward, and you you somebody's always going to tell you in your life that you're not going to be a success, but that's because they don't know how you motivate yourself and keep going. Well said. Well said. I think the. I think the so yeah so so I got into one one school, <laughs> thanks thanks UW Stout. Um, so I get into that program. The first four semesters go past, and 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 again, what we're trying to do is I'm trying to like kind of relive these moments, and and uh, mm-hmm. you know I only get to spend so much so much time with my dad, and so it's really cool to be able to have this conversation uh, recorded. Uh, so go through the first four semesters are rough. I've almost flunked out three out of the first four semesters, and then all of a sudden. You know, I get the the deal from Aunt Jackie, and I keep following up, following up, and all of a sudden, I know where I get the I get the internship at Medina. Yep. What are what, what are you what are you thinking yourself? No, I'm thinking that's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's something that you you've been working for, going with golf and stuff. And again, to get an internship at Medina proves that I was right all along. You, you're going to be a successful person. I. Again, appreciate that. Did not, did not, did not see it the same way at the time. Um, and I, so for those who don't know, I get this internship in Medina, and that kind of fast tracks all these different things. I end up getting into marketing because of my internship after Medina. 
Uh, oh yeah, sorry, Medina Country Club. For those of you, great, great, great uh, uh, point there, Chris. Medina Country Club. It's a prestigious country club in Chicago, uh, technically in Medina, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago, about thirty miles uh, out of town on the west side. And um, I mean, it's, it's a big deal. It was it was a very big deal. I went from literally not getting an internship to getting arguably the best internship I possibly could ever get. That's correct. Yep, and. Um, Went there for seven months, and that kind of fast-tracked everything. I ended up, I ended up meeting this guy Scott Merchant, and uh, who ended up fast-tracking me on, into marketing, and then going to Maine, and then getting hooked up with uh, OB Sports Golf Management and High Meadow Ranch and Texas, and here I am. Uh, so, so like you said before, Dad, like going back to it, you, you know, you, you, I guess were you just waiting for me to get my shot? Is that, I mean, cause like you probably see progression regardless throughout it because well, you're seeing, I'm not sure if I was waiting for you to get your shot. I just knew it was going to be coming and didn't know where. Fair. So you just, and again, I, I, I know it's been a while and I, I look back and I think of how fast I was, I was kind of moving through this and that, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, is raising me. I get distracted by just about anything that excites me. I just go do that. Uh, I think that, um, so were you just confident the whole time? You just, you yes, just... I, oh, yes, I was, no doubt about it. And, uh, I mean, you instilled the work, the work, yeah. you and mom instilled yeah. the work no, ethic. No, I, I, I knew, I, I really did. Understood. Uh, okay, so tips now. I want to move into some tips here. Tips for raising kids, not just in a simple vertical. How do you raise your kids? Well, you can go to Google. My question to you is, is I did everything growing up, meaning <laughs> good and bad. Yeah. I did everything. I got excited about RC car racing and then fishing and then hunting and then uh, this sport, this sport. I mean, I, I must have done 25, 30. I mean, I was, gosh, Magic the Gathering, Hero Clicks. I, mean, I was into everything, guys. So my question to you, Dad, is 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 what, what was that? Hard to believe. Hard to believe that could be true, of course. Uh, my question to you is, uh, how do you deal with, and how do you, how do you, uh, what would be your advice to parents out there that have a very energetic kid, extremely ADHD? Um, what is your advice? It's not my an easy, advice. Not an easy question. Would be to again, not feel that you have something or a person that is not going to succeed. You just got to help them succeed. Okay, so I'm getting excited all over the place. You just kind of let it happen? Yes, and, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, you, you, with all the doc- doctors and technology that there is today, it's kind of scary that, and especially it's changed in the last 15 years. There's so much more out there. I mean, you can go on the, and read about it in the, in the computers and everything else under the sun. And if you know, if, if you spend enough time reading all that, I'm going to say junk because I don't do it. I don't hate reading. Well, that you're going to be consumed by it, and it's going to be like if you read every, if you if you um, agree with everything you read, then I think there's a problem. Got it. So, so the the piece of advice there is: Are you trying to just nurture? Is yes. It, okay. Piece, piece of advice is nur- yeah. nurturing and just is it, is it let the kid live it? Like, are you just letting me? What, what, what does that mean? I'm, I'm not letting you live. I'm going to still steer you in a direction, but I'm not letting you do whatever you want. Got it. Okay. Um, uh, I like that. I, I think that. I think that me. I'm. I get to be such a control freak at times that um, I could learn a lot from that advice, which is like, hey, steer in a certain direction, but like let them live. That's right. Okay. But I got to make a comment about education. We spoke about though a couple, three, four minutes ago. Back in the 60s and 70s... My dad was born in 1949, just yeah. you guys know, not to date back, my dad. Back in the, the 60s 70s. and 70s, 
if you didn't go to college, you would not succeed. And I mentioned that I went to a two-year technical school. In today's day and age, there is more thought process going into that you will succeed if you go to a technical school more so than a college, depending upon what you're going to do. You're not going to become a doctor in a technical school, but you certainly can become a welder and walk out with a real good job at about eighty thousand dollars a year. Absolutely. For sure. And that's a macro problem. And right that's now. and that's and that's the way things have changed in twenty years. Right. That's a good point. Trade schools have been downplayed and downplayed. That is correct. And now I mean that, that it should be encouraged. Everyone doesn't have to have Absolutely. I talk, when I see people that are 17, 18, 19, I just spoke with somebody the other day and I can't remember she was gonna to go to be a nurse and she was going to be a nurse at a technical school. Twenty five years ago you had to go to college. Right, you had to go to <clears throat> go to a four year college versus a two year college. Just to be clear, they're correct. both they're both technically they're, colleges. That's but correct, but a four year degree versus a two year degree. Yes. And and we've had discussions about the fact that like the first two years of your two of your four year degree is I mean, I'm, not, I'm going to blank and say it's, it's junk. It pretty much is. That's right. why I didn't go. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so, so one other piece I want to touch on, and does this has come from a, of a, from a, a strength standpoint, is um, you and mom, uh, you guys, you, I think you specifically took me to an appointment. I was four and a half years old, five years old, and Dave Marie, right, when I, was, uh, when I went in for my heart checkup or for my, for it my was, checkup? It uh, was just uh, right around five years old, right. Five years old, Okay. I was traveling. Your mother took you to the appointment. Oh, I thought you were there. No. Oh, okay. You were traveling. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, and they find a weird heartbeat with me. That's correct. And you get a phone call or what? I got a phone call from my wife, Patty, and she says, we got to go to Marshfield and have Stephen assessed to see what's wrong with his heart. And uh, I can't remember. I don't think... I don't think I went for that appointment, but um, we found out that you had a hole in your heart, and there were two choices, either go to Milwaukee Hospital, Children's Hospital, or Mayo Clinic, and have it repaired. <laughs> crack open. So, so you right. guys hear that you have to crack open my chest from top to bottom. Right. How does that, uh, how does that sit with you? What's well, again, it was a long, long time ago, but again, you, if you're going to sit there and wallow in the mud... You're not going anywhere, so it's just another short... Uh, Rip it. Yeah, another stone thrown at your glass. Got it. Understood. Uh, a lot to be learned just from the uh, the wise Mark Trigella here. Just <laughs> rip it. Um, I think it's interesting how much I've learned just from, from from doing this podcast and thinking back over things of how many times I've overthought so many things, and my dad's sitting here, it's like, what are you going to do about it? Just rip it. That's right. Just get it done. Um well, uh, my final thing, out of, out of all the uh, game shows that you like, which one's your favorite? I think The Price is Right. Why is that? I just like <laughs> guessing on The prices. I think, I think you like yelling at the TV. Yeah, I do. For those no, who I, I yell at the, the people. I, I hope I don't have too many people on you to watch Price is Right, but there are some stupid ones that go on. <laughs> this morning, I'm sitting here working at my desk, and I just hear, no, obviously you didn't pass an IQ test to get on this show. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. Um, well, that's wonderful. Uh, I, do you want me to sign us off? I can do that, Chris, if you want. Okay, cool. Uh, so thank you again, Dad, for, for being here with us today. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, we appreciate it very much. Uh, right, by the way, before I close this out, anything else you want to say to the people? Nope. Just uh, continue moving forward and uh, always uh, believe 
in yourself and your children. Well said. Well said. Uh, so thank you again, everybody, for listening. Uh, on behalf of Chris Jones, uh, I'm Stephen Dragella. Thank you. To and our on g- behalf of my wonderful wife, you have to give them also a lot of yes, thanks. yes. And and we will have as long as she decides to come back down and visit me. We will absolutely have uh, my mother on the podcast as well. She has uh, plenty of wisdom. Uh, yes. That is plenty of wisdom, uh, for sure. So uh, thank you again, uh, Dad, for being here. Uh, everybody, please share, uh, like, uh, give us a review. We're on all the major platforms. Uh, thank you again to our sponsors, who aren't really our sponsors, but we pretend that they are. Uh, anything else, Chris? No, no, we're good. We'll see you guys next week on the 452 Podcast.